Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today... I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Welcome to uh, Rusty Quill Gaming, the expansion. Uh, this is a one shot. Well, I just imagine it like a, a board game expansion that just like sits uh. on top and like we've added some kings and uh, some meeples. Um, yes, we are playing Scene Thieves, which is an RPG by Tyler Crumrine, illustrated by Paul Clarisseau, uh, which I think I pronounced three different ways, which means hopefully one of them is right. Um, it's an awesome little game where you uh, stage a play while doing a heist. And it seemed like the perfect thing for us to play with a return uh, to the Roman rogues. Uh, Sasha's 
brood of uh, adopted and hired and trained uh, young folks uh, who have, in this case, formed the theatrical troupe The Harlequins. It's a coincidence. Uh, it's not It's not necessarily related to any canon things Sasha might have done. Uh, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Who knows? And they are in a Roman villa of a an evil mayor or a bad ombudsman, we never quite established uh, the, the role, who has stolen some important secret documents from Cicero, which include secrets which cannot be spread. Uh, in order to get there, we have staged a play. The play is called The Dog of Sicily, Do Crimes Go Unpunished? So far, um, we have... Well, a lot's happened, and I'm not going to redo restate all of it but uh julia and her guard crush slash partner in crime uh have lost and gained stuff through crime and gambling they've confronted a mayor uh and they've been chased off and uh somebody that looks oddly like julia's twin uh that can't remember where uh where he came from uh forget menatrix uh has arrived after success at war on a boat um and been awarded lots of stuff by the mayor and then as he tries to regain his memory the mayor has actually lied to him about what happened to him and has said that julia who looks strangely like him, uh, although I don't know if that's that hasn't been mentioned, but Julia and and a guard, uh, they killed they killed his family. And so he should go off and and attack Julia, supposedly, uh, for justice and honor and stuff. Um and in our heist, uh, we, <laughs> we have got in a room. <laughs> we got in a room. Less, the less said about that, the better. Someone got shot in the bum. <laughs> And it's fine. We're in the room now. Good. Let's not say anything else. Now, in the rules after Act 1, you are supposed to have an intermission where you reflect on the number of successes and failures that you've had. As those who listen to previous episodes will know, we flipped a lot of successes, so the play is steering itself determinedly towards a comedy. If you have more failures than successes, the play becomes a tragedy. If you have more successes than failures, it's a comedy. Equal gives you a tragic comedy. We have now succeeded so many times in the play that I think it would be physically impossible for us to turn it into a tragedy. But we could still make a tragic comedy. We could still make a tragic comedy. Yes, because in the in the game as written, you do two scenes each in Act 2. But if we're going to get through uh, Act 2 and the denouement, we're going to have to make sure we only do one scene each. Uh, so we can only do four more. Um, we may, with a lot of failures, uh, get a tragic comedy. Who knows? Uh, the heist is a bit closer to call. The heist is five successes and three failures. Uh, so we're, we're going towards success, but we don't really know. The only rule change is that in Act 2, you can overrule a coin flip or you can rig a coin flip by doing a callback. So if you can incorporate one of the one of the props that has already been used, that is a callback. And that means you get to decide whether that scene, whether in the play or the heist succeeds or fails. But yeah, I think that that's where we were. We we had left a like a nice cliffhanger with Forget Menatrix slash Julius told that Julia uh, had killed his family and he needs to he needs to head off and do her in. 
Um, and we had just, in the heist, we had just got into the room where we think that the secret papers are being oh, stashed. we hope they are. <laughs> we hope, we hope. I mean, t- canonically, we are supposed to be, quote-unquote, expert thieves who know exactly where the target is. <laughs> but we have room for failure. Yes, cool. So I think it is Helen's turn to roll for a prop and do a scene. Right then. Dice roller, dice roller, give me a dice. (laughs) (laughs) Already had that one. Oh, oh, I got the marbles. Okay, so... The last thing that happened in the play was that Julia and the guard jumped out the window and forget Menatrix. <laughs> forget Menatrix had his whole well done at the cry- at the at the warring on the boat ceremony and got lied to. Oh, yeah. and remember a storm started and that was important because mm. the roll of thunder and lowered visibility and also Dramatic irony. No, wait, that's not it. It's uh, what's it's not melodramatic weather. It's um, oh, um, oh, come on, this is what you learn in like pathetic fallacy. Pathetic fallacy. Yes. yes, I totally did a literature degree. Yeah, so did I. And yeah. me. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's think. Okay, hmm. If we get through this without having the bagpipes, I will be upset. <laughs> I'm wondering if there can, if we can do like, because it's act two, if there can mm-hmm. be a small like um, time jump to the following yeah, yeah. morning in yeah. the play. Absolutely. I am going to say that forget Menatrix, appalled by this information that his whole family has been killed by the dastardly Julia, <gasps> is going to have gone looking for her. And meanwhile, Julia and the guard are now friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He'd hoped and... for more, but <laughs> but it's okay. He, he yeah, respects her decision. Fine. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And I'm trying to think how to get the marbles into it. <laughs> they could be gambling Maybe with the, them. They could be, but I I really want there to be like a gang of street urchins who are playing marbles. What then? What mm. relevance <gasps> they have? I have no idea. If they're running, if, if you're running, run it, if one of them is running away from another one and there's a gang of street urchins and they one and the people that are running away manage to hop over and run for it and the, the second one Perfect. chips on the marbles. Perfect. So Julia and the guard are out um, attempting to stop crimes. Um, <laughs> yes, the vigilantes. <laughs> yes, they've become vigilantes together. <laughs> Forget Menatrix sees Julia and um, is like that must be the imposter because they look just like me mm. starts to chase them Julia and the guard are like oh we're being chased that's never good and start running <laughs> a gang of urchins is playing marbles they hop over the gang but does forget Menatrix also manage it nice. in fact no no the other way around um, will either of them manage to will they get caught by forget Menatrix do Julia and the guard avoid the several marbles scattered across the floor? Do you want to incorporate a prop that has been used before so that you get to decide whether there's a success or failure? Because you could potentially decide that Julia and the guard get away and forget Menatrix falls over. You just need to somehow incorporate a roll of thunder, crown of leaves, high-heeled sandals, a dagger, a D6. I, 
I want to incorporate the high-heeled sandals and say that Judy's <laughs> wearing them again. Uh, <laughs> they were her sandals. She, did she? So she jumped out the window to escape and then went back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were heirlooms. Well, they're, they're good shoes. It's <laughs> true, they were heirlooms. I forgot that. We've, we've cut a few days forward. They've already done some crimes and prevented some <laughs> yeah. other crimes. They've had a heist yeah. of their own to get the shoes back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's DLC, though. You only get that in... Um... Well, no, that, was, that was playing in another room of the interactive theatre experience, <laughs> and, like, unfortunately... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you missed that bit. It's hard to make it all make sense now. <laughs> but the thing is, I want them to fail at getting away. Ooh. Because I want, I want the... I want Julia and Forget Menatrix to have the scene where they either recognise each other and it's happy or they or they recognise each other after one of them has already killed the other. Oh no. <gasps> so I, I want I want them to recognise each other basically. Okay. And see what happens. So no flipping of the coin for the play, because I've decided that that's already a failure. Mm-hmm. Um that there's gonna be a confrontation between Julia and Forget Menatrix. So the end of your scene is them falling over the marbles or like a locking of eyes? Yes, it's a locking of eyes. Mm. While Julia is on the floor with a twisted ankle yeah. because high heel sandals shoes. and marbles yes. don't yeah, yeah. mix. <laughs> oh, and does the guard run off without her? <gasps> Marcus, no. I really, want, I really want Marcus to fall for Julius. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I, I will leave that up to the others. Cool. Okay. Meanwhile, in the heist, Brock, I believe, is in the room. Mm-hmm. Yes. Brock okay. or Gus? Yes, Brock. Yes, sure. I think it might have been Gus, actually. Sure, Gus. It cool. <laughs> Whatever helps continuity a thief, best. A thief is in the room. Yeah. Yes. A thief is in the room. Yes. We are collectively in the room. Yes. The. <laughs> Uh, the thief's goal is to identify where the papers might be hidden. Mm. And this room, of course, could be full of magical traps. Mm-hmm. <gasps> like a rug that eats you. Oh. Magic! Mm. Uh, they've got a traumatic flashback. <laughs> <laughs> Again, why are there marbles in here? Could roll them along the floor, yeah. check for traps. Or they're cursed, maybe they're a trap. <gasps> Yeah. Oh no, you're right. Um, so the thief has marbles in their pocket, and they're gonna—they are gonna roll them across the floor mm-hmm. to check a for pressure panels, and b if there's like any indentations or anything in the in the floorboards that would indicate trapdoors and things like that. And so the goal is to check for traps, and the obstacle is that they have to overcome is you know they're they're gonna succeed or fail on. Finding the traps, I guess. That is doing <laughs> Sasha proud. Entering a room and immediately checking for traps. Yeah. Yes. 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 Well done, Brock and August. <laughs> Bruss. Brock. That one I do want to flip a coin for, just because I think that'll, like... Mm. <laughs> Why not bus it? Or bus it. Bus it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to flip for you, Helen? Yes, please. It's a success. <gasps> Yay! <gasps> Relief. Mm. Then I'm going to say that Busset finds a trap and successfully disarms it, nice. and decides decides that the trap must be there for something. Like it's over a floorboard, so they're like, "Well, what's mm. under the floorboard?" Yeah. Ah, clever. Um, yes. Trap is a the clue. Thinking bit of you. Using <laughs> the brain. We've okay. trained for this. Yes. So Busset finds the trap and um, decides to look beneath it 
and investigate what it is protecting. I like the idea is like maybe as part of their training um, at Sasha's house, the the kids are encouraged to set traps for one another, um, which only <laughs> spray paint. Like mm. you get, but to be paintballed or to have like paint or dye dropped on you from a trap by someone else is like so embarrassing. Man. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it is such a win if you manage to get someone else. And they all have their own colours as well, so you know. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so, uh, like, if one of them comes into breakfast the next day with, like, yellow paintball on the side of their, like, face where they've, they've clearly been trying to scrub it off and then the other one's like, I got you! We <laughs> <laughs> got my gusset! <laughs> yeah! Uh, and it, it just means that they all get incredibly skilled at both finding and leaving traps and sometimes like booby traps that within traps I was like ha just to the point where you'd like manage to disarm a trap just where you would step back to look at the thing in triumph there's another trap trap oh, no. inception ah, <laughs> no <laughs> I love well that's my turn over alright so I shall roll that's a 12 a bunch of grapes <gasps> yay <laughs> Nom, 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 nom. They just, yeah, that's it. I, well, I know what I'm going to do for my heist one then. Uh, right. So, they... So, in, in the play, mm-hmm. uh, Julia and Forget Menatrix have locked eyes, um, and it just so happens that they are standing outside a taverna called the Bunch <gasps> of Grapes. <gasps> cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, good. So... They are going to enter into a discussion because, of course, Julia suddenly recognises her long-lost mm. twin brother because they <gasps> are identical twins. They look exactly mm. like one another. It's really <laughs> obvious and forget Menatrix. I mean, you know, he lost his memory, so fair yep. play, but come on. Look, mirrors aren't that good yeah. in this that's place. That's true. He doesn't know what he looks Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. Water, You've seen pot, yourself in, like, exist. water and yeah, stuff. Yeah, sorry. It's just like... For some reason, I thought that, like, yeah, mirrors are the only reflective surface that's ever mm. existed. <laughs> but, like, seeing yourself in water, it has to be still water. It has to be just right. Like, you don't mm. get to just do it whenever you want to. That's true. You know, be like, oh, I really, I really want to look at myself. And so you kind of go all the if way the down to the pond. the guard is there, the guard is still, like, but... You, what? What? You, what? Yeah, that's it. Huh? No, Marcus is in the background being like, what? <laughs> but you, what? No, Because we, we are trending towards a comedy right now. So. Yes. Um, and they enter into a uh, very sort of like tense dialogue about what's happening with Forget Menatrix making accusations and Julie being like, no, you, you're my brother. That dog of Sicily, you know, <laughs> the one, you know, has tricked you. Uh and that is the obstacle for Julia, basically. is like, can she persuade mm. uh, Forget Menatrix mm. to believe that he is Julius? Nice. And uh, so they can go for a lovely cup of wine in the bunch of grapes. Now, are you going to use a callback to rig this flip or are you going to leave it up to chance? I think, given that we have, like, two scenes left, I mm. might rig this mm. to be a success. Mm. And, this, and the... Oh, yeah, and so the reason being mm. is that... Julia produces a flute because she's a skilled she is also a skilled flute player and this flute is an heirloom from her parents <laughs> <laughs> not the established dagger not the established lamp oh no no another, there's another one 
There's another one. And so, yeah, I just, I just genuinely <laughs> forgot that she could just get the dagger out of all the shoes. But no, there's a flute. And she it's plays a, a tune, a tune no. that their father would always play to them yes. before bed. So that and Julius is like, whoa! We get another really scene, like Julius starts flying again. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> they get a lot of use out of that wobble board. Yeah, yeah. Thunder, so There's the yeah, roll of absolutely. thunder, but there's also, if you do it like narrower and wibblier, it's more of a yeah. sound. Yeah, so yeah. that the scene ends with Julia, Julius and Marcus going into the bunch of grapes and being like, we're going to deal with that dog of Sicily because... Yep. No crime goes unpunished. Yes! <laughs> full title. That's it. They, they, yeah, they did the full title drop and all the audience are like, whoa, that's whoa. The, the name of the bit. It was on the pamphlet. That's like special effects for back now. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, and then outside of the thing, um, Bussett are checking under the floorboards <laughs> and they find a box. There's a box that's kind of like scroll-shaped or folio-shaped. Mm-hmm. However it is, they, they'd done their literature back then. I think it's scrolls, right, still? They scrolls, don't really yeah, they yeah. say scroll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they find like a long case and they need to open it, but it's it could be trapped, it could be fine. It's very nerve-wracking. So to calm mm-hmm. their nerves, they have a lovely snack to keep their blood sugar <laughs> up. <laughs> Very wise. Of some grapes that they brought. Mm. Yeah, of course. Because a, a well nourished thief um, who is not sells <laughs> on grapes or Jaffa cakes or something mm-hmm. similar just <laughs> randomly. We'll, yeah. we'll, get, we'll give a good performance. Or lobsters, yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to leave this one up to chance, I think. Mm. So, okay. Helen, can we have a fearful roll, please? What, what, hang on, what's the win and what's the lose scenario here? Oh, sorry. I'm very <laughs> implicit. Uh, they get the box open, good right. or bad. Not just that <laughs> yeah. they're nourished. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, that was it. Does Yeah, we're doing a, a roll for blood sugar, please. <laughs> Are the grapes actually not... Do the grapes have seeds in them or not? Oh, yeah, they're oh, oh, Are no. they tasty? Oh, Are they tasty? Are they those, those weird grapes that are sour, even though they look nice? Yeah. Oh, I like sour... Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> Listeners, that one was terrifying. Yeah. I think <laughs> Helen Helen dropped the their um, gone on the their floor. coin and then oh, yeah, no. and then there were hands waving around. <laughs> <laughs> there was some jumping slightly. It's gone on the floor and I can't find it. However, I have a replacement coin because I use Tails. Okay. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Do you bake low blood sugar? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, um, unfortunately, the their their hands were too shaky. The blood sugar was too low, and so they fumble with the lock. And as they open it, they hear the vial of acid crack. <gasps> oh no! No! But we don't know what's inside yet, because we'll leave that to the next one. So, is it? Something's going wrong, but what's inside? Maybe it was an unrelated thing. Is it salvageable? (laughs) I don't know. So that's my go. Okay. To the D16. 10. Oh, I had 10. The cool horsehair mohawk helmet. Six. We've had six. The cuddly toy. The wax tablet. We haven't had the wax tablet yet. (gasps) The wax tablet. A wabbler. 
The wobbler. No, the wobbler. <laughs> I can't help it. I must portmanteau everything. It's a curse. It's, well, like, there's, and what's amazing is that there's just coincidentally, there's a great logo for the wablet makers. Is the oh, apple with a bite oh, out of it? Oh, <laughs> goodness. <laughs> it's my apple wablet. Oh, boo. But in a, well, well done. But boo. <laughs> so, <clears throat> the wablet. Um, I think <laughs> we're in the tavern with uh, Julia and Julius and Marcus, who's having some strange pants feelings because he's like, wow, I, I really was into Julia, but now this Julius is actually quite, you know, Ooh. just as, as the B-plot. That's what the B-plot is. Like, you know, we need one. They have a wablet, and upon the wablet, they are <laughs> planning their plan. I'm sorry, it's not stopping being funny. <laughs> hmm. I'm, I'm actually really enjoying saying the word, so I will continue. Well, you can, you can like edit down my giggles to be just like laughter in the background, even as or I hysterically break Or increase them so yeah. I sound even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like a we're gonna have like one of those scenes where they like they plot. Maybe this is a random musical scene actually. Mm. So we're gonna have the flute back in here, and like this is where they're planning their plan and how they're going to take down the dastardly dog of Sicily. Okay, does crime pay? So, Laurie, what you're doing right here now is you're committing the editor, whoever that might be, mm. to put some music in to make sure it all syncs up nicely yeah. with whatever you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and okay. actually, it, that's not me. That's not me. Yeah, oh, that's, no, that's, that's a sound skit. Oh, I'm sorry, uh-huh. Tessa. Yeah, so, Tessa, um, you're welcome. And <laughs> <laughs> It's got to have flutes in it, as those are the only instruments that have that's been established. the only thing. <laughs> if, if it helps you, Tessa, if you could have a nice bassy instrument in there as well, and the human voice can be the mid-tones, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you just want to... If you just Orchestrate this musical. <laughs> I don't think we need the full musical. Anyway, <laughs> basically, they're using the tablet as, and you know, to yeah. plot their plot. Uh, there's a lot of, I think, probably red string involved from somewhere, mm-hmm. like <laughs> connecting. How are we going to bring down the mayor? Hmm. What's the name of the song? If if we were doing the original cast recording, like what would this be? Mm. Oh, that dastardly, dastardly dog of Sicily. Yes. <laughs> Bring him down. Bend his knee. It's quite a long title. But you know, like in old, like in operas and stuff, the title of the song is just the first line or the first yeah. two lines. Oh, really? So that's the, those are the opening yep. It's one of those song titles song. with a lot of punctuation in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So many commas. <laughs> yeah. So their plan, I think, is going to go... And please do interject your ideas. Mm. I'm thinking something like Julius is going to go back to the mayor saying that he succeeded in his quest to kill Julia. Mm-hmm. And as part of this, he's going to have both of their lamps, both of their daggers, mm-hmm. both of their flutes and her shoes. <laughs> um, 
I think they should both have a pair of high-heeled sandals. Yeah. No, I agree with you. So both of their sandals. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that really retroactively makes the chase scene a lot funnier. (laughs) Just both of them like, oh, oh, these are terrible (laughs) shoes. Oh, my goodness. Why did we choose these shoes? And cobbled roads. Oh, God. They emotionally mean so much, but practically, oh. (laughs) Yeah, and I guess I, because we are coming to the end of the mm. play, I, I suppose the, the win or fail state here is do they plan a good plan? Yeah. Yeah. I, I quite like that, and I'm yeah. going to just say yes, they do. Cool. That doesn't mean it's going to succeed, of course. Yeah. Oh, and the plan is to take the mayor down. Yeah, actually, how, how, how does that take the mayor down if he uh, believes we'll, Judy's dead? We'll oh, find out. We'll, we'll find out. We will we'll find, find out. out. My only addition Please. is that potentially to the plan is that it's Julia dressed up as Julius <gasps> who goes in pretending yes. to be Julius and says, I have killed Julia because it's yes. Julius who has the war skills oh, and so yes. could potentially be doing something like sneaking around the back to stab the mayor. Potentially. Yes. I really that is like the exact that. amount of confusing that I think is perfect for. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just needlessly complicated enough. Yeah. <laughs> and poor Marcus. Or lucky Marcus. He's yeah. just so having many a whale feelings. He's, he's yeah. really discovering a lot about himself. <laughs> yeah. Actually, and it's quite nice. Yeah. That's cool. It's, it's a nice supportive environment within which to explore yeah. that side of himself. In years to yeah. come, they are going to have. There is going to be another play written from Marcus's perspective. Yeah. Yes. It's just it's called a... The Hot Twins. <laughs> oh, no. Very subtle. But not like that. Not <laughs> together. Yeah, just no, hot, but not like, yeah, not, not together, just they were both separately hot. It's a very yeah, long title yeah. page. Marcus is, is, <laughs> is in like his own, he's like, he's in a love triangle but that only includes him. It's going yeah. on entirely yeah. in his head. Yeah. It's a love corner. Yeah. 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 It's a love corner. The other two are really busy trying to bring down the mayor. I've just got other stuff going on. Romance isn't really on the cards. But I've got some fanfic anyway. Uh, And the the play is called Angles of Love. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's so good. (laughs) Okay. And and it's it's a romantic comedy, but the word hasn't been invented yet in ancient Rome, so they call it a romedy. Nice. Oh, Oh, that's... Angles of Love, a romedy in which... Two twins separately, <laughs> not like that. Both beeth hotteth. <laughs> oh, good. So, a heist. Yeah. Yeah. What was my thing? Oh, it was the wablet. The yes. Ghost. For listeners, Larry was really worried that this episode would run short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't anticipate the musical genius. Uh, you or the deeply... B-plot deeply underestimated our ability to talk about nonsense at length yeah this is nonsense heavy I'm very happy to be yeah I'm very happy to be proven wrong I mean we arguably I should know yeah. possibly best because <laughs> I cut your nonsense yeah, I cut it all out <laughs> okay um, so how are we going to use a? it's a wax tablet yeah uh huh I Want? Hang on. Who? Who is on stage at the moment? Uh, it has Who's to be Faust, Faustina and Little Wild because it's kind of 
broken down into Brock and Gusset do the heist while Fastina yeah, and Little Wild are like... Yeah. Oh, well, remember that Brock or Gusset, whoever ran down to do the Rolling of Thunder, they now are free to do some theatre bits. So they could hop mm. in. Oh, they've done a swap, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So Brock's good at lock picking. So Gusset, I think it makes sense. Let's just canon. Let's canon this. Gusset mm-hmm. was the one who has used the grapes to up their blood sugar then that didn't go well so the vial has opened mm-hmm. I mean it's not his speciality he's into knives yeah like you know can't stab it Ugh. Brock obviously is is the lock picker mm-hmm. so I think Brock would know this kind of trap better mm. but is on stage Mm. And is so using a counter melody of the song to talk Gusset through how to save <laughs> the <laughs> documents inside. <laughs> then you turn it to the left. No, my left, not yours, not yours. <laughs> yeah. So th- what's, what what um, Brock is trying to do is talk Gusset through using the wax. Like I guess. How, how malleable is a wax tablet? I have no idea. I well, guess you've got to very... write in it and then you've got to cross yeah, it off. So like, yeah. yeah, if you melt it, maybe, you know, it'll be... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they have to work quite quickly because of the yeah. hisses going on with the stuff. But it's going to try and, like, block the whatever liquid is going to come mm. out to spoil yeah. the documents mm. with the And it's an office. Wax. You can easily find a wax tablet in there. Yeah, mm. Mm. yeah absolutely. Oh, there must be loads Filing cabinet full of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, it might also be the thing where, like, they've heard the glass break, but as long as you don't open it any further, you're not going to release anything. So they're kind of uh, running around, like, uh, trying to. Yes. You know. yes Can you imagine absolutely. how heavy the filing cabinets would be, though, if every page was a wax tablet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and oh god, if it got hot and they all melted and, oh, like, no. molded together, that would be <laughs> so upsetting. <laughs> anyway, yep. does Gus succeed? Do we want to leave it, yeah, on a cliffhanger for the break? Well, it's up to you. You can you can rig it. Or... Well, I rigged the play. Yeah, okay, cool. Oh, actually, I guess this is quite an important one, isn't it? <laughs> we are near the end. We do need to get them out before the... Yeah, okay. Um, okay, he's going to use the flute because it's <laughs> tube shape. <laughs> uh, okay. To poke some of the wax down into hopefully block the thing and yep. oh look he used the flute which has been used before so he succeeds yay, yay! <laughs> okay so we now we have successfully got the papers so Lydia's yep. scene is going to be the escape mm. indeed so I think that sounds like a good time for a break what I think what? you're right yeah <laughs> Hello everyone, Helen here, who you probably know from Rusty Quill's first podcast, Rusty Quill Gaming, or from our chat show, Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about Chapter and Multiverse, the new actual play podcast from Rusty Quill. Across each series of Chapter Multiverse, we'll be diving into multiple tabletop systems. No two series will ever be the same as we explore the city of Chapter across alternative universes. Chapter and Multiverse will feature a diverse, rotating cast of performers. In our first series, GM Maddie Searle will be running a campaign of Masks A New Generation, designed by Brendan Conway. She will be joined by Ahmed Al-Jabri, Lorianne Davis, Lydia Nicholas and Pip Gladwin as intrepid young superheroes in the metropolis of Chapter, with Kareem Cronfley as the Eternal Tavern Keeper. Search for Chapter and Multiverse wherever you listen to your podcasts or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information.
Enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And now we're back from the break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Helen, do you want to make a weird noise? There we go. Thank you, Helen. <laughs> well, well played. I've got a, a scene to do. Cool. And we are in the Bunch of Grapes Tavern. We had done a good plan. Like, because we've decided to have only four scenes rather than eight in the last thing, uh, we have quite a few props left over. And I am setting myself the challenge of using them all. Boy, uh, in this oh, my God. Must. Yes, you must. Absolute so, mad lad. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the plan involves Julia dressing up as Julius so that uh, she can go in to talk to the mayor and say she done killed Julia um, and then say, you have to come out with me to a particular place to see the body, maybe. And yep. that's where mm. Julius is going to be waiting and going to kill him. Uh, for all of the for for trying to make you know it's a pretty bad crime trying to set up uh, someone to kill their own twin um, in order to dress up as Julius uh, she's going to wear a purple toga very fancy ah which he would be allowed to wear because of the martial victory because of the martial yes. victory indeed which uh, also really is it's very thick fabric and, and covers up any differences in body shape and and height. The other thing is they're gonna carry with them a holy icon of Jupiter and use it to and say uh, I swear on this holy icon of Jupiter that I did <gasps> do this thing. Uh, oh gosh. Uh, no. Hubris. I, Oh yeah. Um, oh no. They'll say that. Uh, they'll say that that I brought about the downfall of the criminal. Yes. Going to say oh, it like yes. that. Nice. nice. Never on the audience can like nudge each other and be like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I swear that I am responsible for the downfall of the the, the great criminal. Mm. Um, 
that dog of Sicily, they'll say, ah. uh, which has been used to, des- which the mayor used to describe Julia before. So in order, now Julius, while he was good at that war on the sea, he's not very sneaky. So they've just decided to set up markers with a pair of bagpipes <laughs> by the, uh, by the, um, oh, the old house. to find bagpipes. <laughs> yeah. Roman bagpipes as well, not Scottish Roman bagpipes. bagpipes. Roman bagpipes. Um, so he's, he's just uh, nearby playing with like a kind of cat in front saying like penny for the bagpiper <laughs> um people keep throwing the pennies at him rather than in oh, the dear. as Poor helen Marcus. knows coins are terrifying <laughs> they, um, are. they are they are <laughs> Uh, so it's it's going to because I'm calling uh, I haven't actually called back anything uh, oh gosh the, the arm of the marble statue and yeah. the apple right. and uh, the apple oh gosh okay so <laughs> you have to use all of these in the heist as well yeah, yeah. oh what okay right um, Marcus is uh, playing the bag so they've decided to tell the mayor that he needs to come to see the body uh, on his own um, <laughs> Don't ask why. Uh, he, <laughs> fine. Uh, because they want to, I don't know, uh, say, like, uh, you know, I've, I've done this thing, you have to come. Um, yeah, don't ask why. So there. And they say it in a song, so it gets, um, it feels much more... Fortunately, this is a comedy as well, so it can be a lot of like. Because if he's like, "Hang on, isn't that isn't that Marcus there playing the pipes?" One of the guards, they'll be like, "No, no, that's his identical <laughs> twin brother." <gasps> wink at the audience. Yes. Wink. Um, yeah. So, Julia dressed up as Julius, which doesn't take much, um, in a purple toga, uh, and of course she's in high heels, so looks taller. They go back to an abandoned house, which was actually their family home uh, before they got all done killed nice. by the mayor's lackeys. Well, yeah. Retrospectively, that is that is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's going to lead him in, and he's going to keep saying, like, "Oh, where where is it?" And she's like, "Just in the statue garden." And then, yeah, Julius is like, "Oh no, oh, I don't remember any weapons." Um, I didn't remember my weapons, or my weapons got next. So anyway, well, actually, no. Well, she's Julia has taken the daggers <gasps> yes. with her. So yeah. Julia had to take the daggers yeah, yeah. to show. So Julia has to improvise. Nice. Fortunately, we all know that statues were made very badly, and so the arm of one just falls off. Just falls <laughs> off. So uh, he uses that as a weapon. He stand just as. Julia is saying, as I told Jupiter, I will be responsible for the downfall of the dog of Sicily. And uh, Julius smashes him over the head with the arm of a marble statue. Yep. Nice. And can I just... Yep. The apple that the mayor was eating. Oh, like, ah. symbolic. He falls to the floor and it rolls out of his hand. Whoa. Oh, it's Amazing. so dramatic. Um, while in the background, of course, the bagpipes go wah, wah, sort of mournfully. And, you know? uh, I mean, if you if you don't want to roll, and a peal of thunder happens. Yes, yes. then there's a peal of thunder. Yes, peal of thunder. Um, so they succeed at that. They yep, succeed yep. at that. Um, oh, with that their beautiful vengeance. I, think, I like the fact we managed to make a pretty coherent, incoherent comedy, yeah. comedic farce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And the heist is that you just get into the room. Oh, that's difficult. <laughs> yeah, Shit, it's still yeah. hard. Um, yeah. So speaking of which, goodness. Okay, anyone that wants to help can. Because I, I do think that Ben would write we should use all the props in the heist as well. Um, so Hang on, all 16 props or all the leftover props? Oh, well, I was going to say... All the, all, all the leftover, but yeah, okay. Now you've set oh us that task. God. Thanks. Oh me. no! Oh, got, okay. okay, so wait. We brought four each to it. So should mm-hmm. we take four out of it as well? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, oh, good grief! Well, let's work backwards through the turn order. Uh, so, like, I'll set it up. Um, Lowry left me with Gusset. Is he's managed to wedge the? He's got the. He's got the papers out of the box. Okay. Gusset uh, flips through the papers, checks. Yes, these are some very incriminating things that say that uh, that Sasha runs an underground ring of people that mm. try and promote justice and good things, but in a kind of sneaky way. <laughs> uh, and it's it would be a problem if the mayor and the other political figures found out about it. So in order to keep the Harlequin's job secret, <gasps> it's not interfering with canon, it's separate. Uh, <laughs> they've, got these, they've got these papers. Don't listen, Alex. Yeah, no, don't listen, Alex. Um, it's our canon now, death of the author. And so flips through, checks, good. They then uh, realise they have to get out of this office and, of course, it's the door is locked on the outside. They realise, though, that the lock is, of course, the mechanism is on this side of the door. So they, after raising their blood sugar by eating an apple that was left, nice. um, they break off the arm of a marble, no, um, the arm of a marble statue is just lying around because it's Rome <laughs> and that seems to be, like, yeah. where did they all come from? They must have been lying everywhere. around. <laughs> Yeah, when yeah. Rome got destroyed, all the arms of the just flew off, like, just <laughs> scattering the landscape. Yeah, yeah. absolutely um, wasn't a problem with how they were um, no. use, using the marble and casting it, and there certainly wasn't a big tradition of there being a big um, block of marble behind something so that you could just slot a person onto uh, Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Any of Helen's history details? Ah, we don't need that. <laughs> Bronze um, casting, you know, that was much later. They're going to use this random arm that was being used as a paperweight uh, to smash the mechanism of the lock so that they can can get through. Uh, Then they find themselves in the corridor. It's dark, but they didn't realise there's a guard outside. Ah, ah! Sneakily and quickly, uh, they roll a really high dex save and uh, catch him flat-footed. Um, and stab him. As we've established, these are all mean. It's in their job application. <laughs> um, and he's like, I'm not dead, but it really hurts. But then while he's saying that, he's like, hey, you, uh, quietly. Uh, another guard who's also nearby uh, comes around the corner. Uh, obviously, the, the dagger is now in the dude, so can't, can't get it back. Uh, but uh, Gusset or Brock or Busset or... I think, we, I think we canonised it was Gusset. It's Gusset uh, remembers from an earlier failure and grabs the high-heeled sandal that we wedged in the lock before in a failed attempt to get in, um, pulls it out and stabs that guard with the heel. Yeah. 
who also goes down. It's like, oh, it's fine though. Ow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've winded me. You've oh. winded me <laughs> with a spike. Uh, oh. <sighs> Uh, and he then uh, starts running down the dark corridor. Uh, I said we'd go backwards through the turn order, so Lowry. It's me. Okay. Pick four props. So, Gusset is running back down the corridor towards the auditorium stage mm. area. Um, Maybe that's as, the only way out. Yeah, to go I think it probably that, yeah. is. Um, so, as of yet, like we have a few, we have got a few guard bodies around, but no. We mm. haven't been discovered by someone who no. is able to raise yeah. the alarm. <laughs> to yet. yell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well done. That's it. <laughs> so the rest of the troop is on stage taking their bows, the curtain call. Mm. We're going to have... A, it's, this has been such a Shakespearean thing in my head the whole time. <laughs> We're going to have a lovely little little dance and a sing song <gasps> yes! at the end. And just yes! to encourage the immersiveness you know, we want the audience to kind of be singing and dancing along with us. So, ah. you know, we're going to be using the bagpipes. We're going to be using the flute, cool. like the band. There's going to be singing as a kind of a, so as a way of like charming the mayor and keeping him like sweet and not suspecting mm-hmm. us. Faustina, hey, mm-hmm. is going to take mm-hmm. the the crown of leaves and like dance like. Sweetly up to ah. him and put it on his head and like encourage everyone to be dancing around the mares as if we're celebrating him. Yeah, mm. very clever. So to give us an opportunity to all get to the door and leave. Mm-hmm. Does she maybe get him up on the stage and invite everyone to be yeah, on stage so people can't absolutely. tell the difference between the... Yeah. And I think... Yeah, well, and drape mm-hmm. him in the purple toga as well, actually. Lovely. That's, that's you Nicely know, a royal, royal colour. Is it a royal colour at Roman times yeah. as well? Yeah, it very much is. Yes, yeah. yes it is. So yeah. it's just Big like compliment. trying to flatter him yeah. to distract him so that he doesn't and also, get suspicious. If you tie it together in the right way, it might be quite hard for him to run. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And also it's symbolic because um, people who wear purple who don't deserve it get punished. (gasps) (laughs) And no crime goes unpunished. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Working backwards through turn order. Ben, four props, get us out of there. Right, so as Gusset comes down to join the uh, situation, uh, he grabs the uh, prop helmets, which they were using mm-hmm. for Marcus, mm-hmm. stuffs the scrolls in there and jams it on his head to nice. sort of keep them hidden nice. as they dance through. Um, the In order to increase the distraction, Little Wild uh, approaches a uh, latent priest of Jupiter and mm. asks them to anoint the mayor uh, <laughs> with honour. Um, as the host of this fine party and mm. a good mayor and yeah the priest is like love it mate I love doing that <laughs> I'll anyone, anyone you want <laughs> that's how so he's using the holy icon line up. and he's using the holy yes cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's what have I done helmet icon right and then they start to Leave. They start kind of packing up as part of the party, yeah. and it's all like mm. a big thing as they dance merrily on their way. Um, hey ho, off we go! Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, so they take the wax tablet mm. and melt it down in the lamp by hiding in plain sight, leaving themselves a trail of fire. 
Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, with the lamp. They light the lamp. They they wow. have ah. a trail of wax. They lead it out and they lead people out onto the streets to sort of like disguise their escape because it's not like they're all just hustling off. They're oh, like, I see. We're all going. They, they so, begin a procession. I right, guess. They're, and they're they're melting the wax tablet with the lamp, I'm, and then I'm using sorry, that as fuel on the tiled floor. <gasps> right. Uh, to create like a little trail of fire, and it's like it's not like Very setting nice. a fire. It's like just a little. Oh, kind of is it like symbolic. follow the lovely lights? Of yeah, fire. Exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha, yeah. So they're st- starting off like a ceremonial procession where they process the mayor through the town, and like, hey, this guy's cool. Yeah. <laughs> We're not robbing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, Helen, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, as the thieves and the procession of people go out into the streets, um, uh, Little Wild, who we have established is extremely tall, uh, grabs a bunch of grapes and feeds them to uh, to the mayor. The wobble board <laughs> is used as like a percussion, mm. right? like <laughs> to yep. join in the rest of the flute and bagpipe music. Yep. It's a beautiful sound. It's a lovely. Beautiful yeah. sound. It's really best. look forward to the soundscaping. It's going to be oh, great. Tess, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um... <laughs> The D6 is discreetly returned to the, um, to wherever it was. I I feel, I like, did... Or maybe it was nicked from a kid, so... Yes, a D6 is returned to the sad child. (laughs) Is it like a sort of, like, um, vignette of, like, a child looking sadly at an empty hand, then the procession passes by, and then the child is, like, looking happily at the hand of the D6? Yes, Yes, exactly. (laughs) Thanks, mister! (laughs) <laughs> and wonderfully, just like the final couple of episodes of RQG, we are left with marbles to yeah. save the day. <laughs> and Helen. Final prop to save... Yeah, to save the day and Helen. And um, just as they reach the top of the street and the mayor is so pleased with himself and the thieves drop marbles in front of his feet so that he falls over on his bum and run away into the night. In a big hey! puddle. <laughs> uh, I love that. They're like, oh, it's a big party. Marble, scarper! <laughs> <laughs> Where's the horse? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where did we park? Yeah, where do we park the horse? See, uh, I think that we did the denouement as We did. Part we of kind that, of mashed that, it in. We mashed oh, it yeah. in with the last scene. It, it blurred together. And yeah, that uh, is cool. I think we should all be very proud. And so should Sasha's proteges, <laughs> who will return with the secret papers. And the Harlequins will remain a mysterious and not at all un. Covered, dis- discovered, not, not, not at all. What's the opposite of secret? Reveal, uh, revealed. Yeah, d- just like the, the, uncovered. Anyway, they will be secrets, <laughs> <laughs> and it's all fine. Yes. Oh, and they're they're not revealed, or no? That's yes. They are. They remain unrevealed. Yes. Uh, and and everyone will be very proud. 
Yay! Woo. Yeah. Cicero was very relieved to get his teenage poetry back. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 the political stuff. Did you get the... Oh, phew. <laughs> this can be lost to history again. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so if you want to play that game, I suggest you do. It was, it was good. We all laughed a lot. Yes, as we were saying earlier, my cheeks hurt from smiling and laughing. <laughs> it's very, very good and fun. And it does actually look like, because um, I was doing some idle looking about, it looks like it's part of a cycle of RPG games called Possible Ooh. Worlds, which are all like Hopefully. very low entry, uh, very improv and there's mm. like mech ones and dating ones and Stardew Valley ones. and super oh, cool. Yeah. Lovely. Yay. Cool. Yeah. I wonder if they'll let us play more of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that everything we've done is entirely as intended um, yeah. and no offence will be taken on anyone's part. I, th- I think we obeyed the rules. Yeah. We even had an interview. Oh, yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah. We, we didn't mess with the canon. <laughs> what? No. Shush. It's unrelated. Oh, those rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Just don't let Alex listen to it before it goes yeah. out. I think that's the only person that's going to be angry with us is Tessa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Tessa. For that yeah. just abysmal soundscape problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I always feel sad to say goodbye to the Roman rogues. They were, mm. as always, adorable. But that does bring us to the end of the episode, I think. It does. Yeah. It does. Uh, it does. We will, we will see you soon. Maybe in, I don't know what order it's all going out in, so maybe maybe on another on another format, in another stream, uh, on another podcast thing. Uh, we shall see you anon. We will see you yes. anon. Yeah. Bye! Bye! Bye. <laughs> Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hello all, it's Helen here. 
the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.